what's going on? What's up, everyone? Hi, everybody, and welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party. I'm Holly Borges. I'm Sarah C. Welcome back. Welcome back. It's been a while, but, you know, we apologize. Um, Things are getting more consistent. You know, a lot of things have been transpiring, and we've both had some things going on. Um, I'm going to do a full Crime Con recap. I have so many notes for you guys, and but that will be separate because I realize not everyone's into that. Um, but those of you that are, anyone that watches ID Channel or Snapped or HLN, um, I had a whole convention on all of these fantastic things, met so many amazing people and so many presentations. I've I took full notes, so I'm going to do a whole recap, and a lot of it, even if you're not into that stuff, a lot of it is really like um, protective stuff, tips and tricks and things you can do, home invasion stuff, just to protect yourself, your family. Anyways, I'm super excited yeah, to talk about I, it. Yeah, I can't wait to hear. Yeah, we'll do that on a set. Um, so... I just finished Beverly Hills, and that was, yeah, a lot. And it just came out, you know, at the very end. It was, you know, Erica Jane's filing for door. So we're going to get to hear that. It was interesting last night on Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen because he had Ebony and Casey Wilson on, and he had asked Casey Wilson, you know, three things she would like to see or whatnot. She was like, well, I'm ready for Erica Jane and Lisa Rinna to, like, ease on down the road. And he, he looked shocked. His mouth was wide open, jaw dropped to the ground. And I was like, why, Andy? Because no one has really wanted Erica Jane on for quite a long time. But I think it was more the Rinna thing. But she said, well, you know, Rina just she doesn't open about about her own life. She just stirs the pot and whatnot. She was like, I want to hear about Scott Disick and Amelia. And he's like, oh, just wait. Just wait. You know, it's coming. Yeah. So I guess we'll see that. But, you know, at the same time, we all know about Erica Jane and whatnot. And it does show she maybe opens up and we'll, I guess we'll see a little bit. I don't think any of us are going to get the answers. I mean, she left the episode tonight going, he's an amazing lawyer. He's out there. Like, how's Tom? Oh, I just talked to him. He's at work. He's an amazing lawyer. He loves what he does. He's good at it. It's like, I mean, that for me was cringy, but I can only imagine what's to come. Yeah. And to say that like a few days before to say that to all your friends, few days before you file for doors I don't know just and then you know as we know a few days later all that shit happened with them but cringy yeah um I would like to note Michaela pointed out the house they are staying in in Tahoe which looks amazing it's where the Kardashians filmed their entire last season it was split between that house in Tahoe and Malibu And that makes sense because the house in Tahoe was insane and like 9,000 bedrooms and bathrooms. So I guess I could see that working for their family. Yeah. Have you been been watching this last season? No. mm -mm. Okay. I haven't either. So. (laughs) Yeah. Interesting. 
what's going going on on your front? Oh, no, just busy with all of the kids stuff and getting ready for, you know, all the Ronnie has a big competition this weekend and at the end of school. It's just like so many activities. Oh, but there is like something exciting that I'm doing tomorrow. Um, I'm going to I had to go get a COVID test because I am filming tomorrow um, for a new game show that's coming out on Fox. Um, it's like some new Pictionary game. Um, hmm. and so that'll be super fun. Um, that's yeah, so, fun. You so, doing it by yourself? Uh, no, with like two girlfriends we're going and like, so like we're on the same team. Awesome. Yeah. Um, I think like they're just trying it out, you know, it's like one of the, they're, they're testing it. So who knows if it will ever, anything will ever happen, but, um, it's exciting. That'll be fun. Yeah. I'm a little nervous though. Cause I'm like horrible at drawing. So, but yeah. I mean, I feel like that's kind of like Pictionary, you know, that's how it goes. Yeah. And oh, I don't, and I don't fun. love playing games, so I'm a little nervous. <laughs> oh, I do. Uh, yeah, I know you do. <laughs> you and Chad are like the gamers. <laughs> well, you guys, so we have, um, tonight we're, okay, we have... Episode three of season four of Vanderpump Rules Party. But we also want to bring you, I don't think anyone even realizes this exists. Um, We've talked about it before. Um, No one's talking about it. Everyone loves Kathy Hilton on Beverly Hills, right? She's the comic relief. She's the, even um, Casey Wilson said it last night and watch what happens live. She said, Andy, why did you give us Teddy for three seasons when you were sitting on Kathy Hilton this whole time? And he's like, uh, uh, you got to climb a hill to be able to cruise down it. Like he just like, he knew what she was saying. Yeah. We we really didn't need Teddy. Like we had Kathy this whole time and I've known we've seen, we knew from Paris Hilton's, I want a new best friend from the simple life to blah, blah, blah. Also, by the way, anyone that says Kyle, when Kyle says she, you know, she'll go on record saying, I wasn't sure about Housewives. I didn't want to do reality TV. I'm an actress. It's like Kyle has been gunning for every opportunity. She is on every reality show she was given a chance for. She's on this one. She's on Paris's new best friend. She's on The Simple Life. (coughs) She loves it. Yes. So she was on, so you guys, there's a show called I Want to Be a Hilton, and I remember very vividly, I watched it. Me too. And, (coughs) excuse me, it was, it's it's just gold. It's just magic. Um, Ollie, you wanted to talk about your experience with it. Um, Okay, wait, so are are you jumping into the show right now? Sarah? Just um, your initial gut reaction. Oh, my my initial... I was just like... Sarah texted me and was like, what do you think about this idea? And I was like, I'm so down. You know, I've definitely been seeing the buzz about Kathy Hilton. Love her. So I was like totally in. And um, Sarah told me like where to watch it and whatever. So I just like leisurely sat down and was like half-ass watching the show. I'm like, "Uh, let's try this out. But it, I 
was like I my stomach hurt. Like I felt like I got some abs while I was watching. Like it was just it, it was so refreshing and so old school reality. Like it was something that that my soul needed that I didn't know it needed. Like it was truly like very fun to watch. You know. Sorry. Muted. Okay. <laughs> Um, exactly. That's what Holly texted me to, um, me and, um, sorry, I just, I'm not crying. I sprayed some throat spray because I came out of this weekend with a cold that I, uh, I sounded like running with a cold. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I've been great all day, you know, when I start talking anyways, um, she texted me. She's like, "Oh my god, barrel laughs, belly laughs." I think I got a full ab workout from laughing. I was like, "Oh my god, this is fantastic, great!" So, it was, I, I uh, yeah, I just like I really like while I was watching it, I was just like, I really miss just like how authentic old school reality TV was. Like it was, it was so good. Yeah, it was so cheesy and classic. And they were belly laughs because of just so many different elements. So we're going to talk about that, like every every element of it. But I don't think anyone remembers. Everyone, everyone, every podcast, everyone's talking about how amazing Kathy Hilton is. What a great asset she is to this season of Beverly Hills. She's just really making it with the comic relief. And people are like, oh, we don't want her to be a main because then maybe it'll get too serious. Like, just keep her as she is. And she's fantastic, and I, I I love everything. I love that she wants to wear leggings and, and T-shirts with cheesy sayings on them. And Kyle's like, you don't know this group. That you know their loungewear is like you know ten thousand dollar Louis Vuitton loungewear. She's like, I don't care. It's Tahoe. I'm wearing leggings and a T-shirt, and she just doesn't give a fuck. And that is truly, I think, the sign of making it is when you truly don't give a fuck. And you're going to do you, and you're going to be comfortable, and you're going to have a great time. Yeah. But when you're spending all of your time getting ready and three hours hair and makeup, the one thing I'll respect about Lisa Vanderpump, and yes, it does show in her makeup because she's got that like pink frosty lip and the bad eyeshadow and whatnot. But I appreciate that Lisa Vanderpump has always said, I've never had a glam squad. I don't travel with one. She doesn't have one when she she's like, I don't have the patience to sit in a chair for three hours to get my hair and makeup on. She's I have too many things to do, too many jobs. Yeah. And I do believe her and her makeup does reflect it. Like I think she looks great, but I think she looks normal, real great. Yes. Like you can tell she doesn't have all the contouring and the yes. the shimmer here, the you know, the Photoshop there type of um foundation yeah um but she looks normal and actually if you look at this um filmog filmography from uh i want to be a hilton the one thing i really noticed it's like oh my god people had normal makeup yeah because it looks kind of shiny and a little grimy or too much here too much like but it was normal makeup that's when people didn't have makeup artists doing their obviously makeup artists existed that was for photo shoots. It wasn't for reality TV back then. And it reflected and it brought you back at that time and era of, oh, reality TV was real because 
they were actually real people and real people doing their own makeup. I mean, I even I even feel that way about um, the retro episode that we're covering covering of season four. Um, It's really interesting to see Sheena and Ariana and Lala, you know, and Katie, all the girls with I mean, they're very fresh faced. It's very um, you can tell. They're, they don't have a glam squad yet. And it's so fun to watch because I feel like it just really reflects like each of their personalities and, you know, what they were going through at the time. And they were I, doing it themselves. Yeah. This is the season when Sheena, though, switched and she stopped all the eye makeup and she stopped the under um, bottom layer eyeliner, which I used to always like was my staple. She stopped it. And she just had doe eyes and fresh face and. It took like 20 years off her face and she was only like still in her late 20s and she looked 10 years younger then, you know, because, you know, but this show, I want to be a Hilton. They're still doing that under the eye, thick black eyeliner like Sheena did in season one, season two, because that was a time frame. You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't know, just refreshing that it was like, oh, remember when reality was real? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Um. But anyways, we're 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 jumping ahead. Um, but yeah, it was fun little flashback. Um, before we get into that, we've got some social media stuff. Um, I want to shout out the birthdays because we have been gone for a little bit. Um, so let's just get into June. All right, shall we? Yes. All right, you guys, happy birthday! June second was Elisa Yarrington and Jennifer Crooks. Nice. On June third was Andrea Jack. On June 5th, um, from, well, let's just say Danish Heidi Hoosdrup Albertson, thank you for the message and also your post in the group. Also on June 5th is Michelle Lynn's son Truman, he turned 10. And Kelly Businich on June 5th, she's a regular contributor to the Facebook group, appreciate you. Um, big Facebook poster. And also Florence Zell's daughter on June 5th. On June 6th, we have Brittany Porter. See you, know you. On June 10th, Lisa Edelstein, huge contributor to the Facebook group. We see you. We appreciate you. Um, Becca Gerber, oh my gosh. Feels for her right now, everyone. She said on June 10th, she'll be having her triplets. So basically, that's right now because it is... Very late on June 9th. So Good between luck. now and the next 24 hours, Becca Gerber will be giving triplets. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Prayers and hope. Yeah, best wishes. I just. Oof. It's going to be great. Yep. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> June 12th. Coming up is Alicia Olivia turning 24 and her sister Haven also on the same June 12th turning 16. And June 13th, Miranda Lang, um, daughter of my friend Teresa Lang, Thea Angelique, see you, know you. <laughs> and June, 5th, <laughs> June 15th, Carrie Quachin Barajas. And I just stopped it at June 15th because we will be back because I am coming up to OC. We're going to do a live next week. And I think um, you need to tell me your schedule, but we need to work in Burke Williams. Yes. I need to go see my my 
pedicure lady because my sister shamed me and said your toenails need yeah I'm like I know I'm just very loyal to my lady all right so I got to go back up to OC so oh my gosh awesome we'll do we'll do the next round so okay what's been going on so they had a party like was it a James Bond theme or was it like a roaring 20s or Bonnie and Clyde what do you think? I'm not. Ex- I feel like it was a James Bond theme only because a couple of people posted with that theme, you know, and they actually wrote that. So I'm kind. That's what I'm kind of thinking. But um, yeah, and I'm not exactly sure. And do you think it was an engagement party for James and Raquel? I don't know. Maybe that's what that was my first guess. But I'm, I'm like very thrown off. I'm not sure. The only thing I'm concerned about is because Charlie wasn't there because she's in Hawaii with her boyfriend. And so uh, I would think she would be part of the engagement party because she's friends with them. So maybe it was just some other kind of. I do think uh, there's something going on there, though, like some sort of rift at the moment or something. But, um, yeah, I agree. It, It seems too big to miss. Okay, so I didn't look into this, like, A, I didn't ask anyone. Like, I don't want spoiler alerts any more than the rest of us. Like, we have spoiler alerts through their social media. Um, so I don't really want to know everything that happens because I just want to enjoy the show. Mm-hmm. But, I, but I did hear, like, you know, on a podcast, um, Sheena and Jamie were talking about they're at Lisa Vanderpump's the night before they podcasted. And she was like, yeah. I had to leave because I was like, yep, well, something didn't end well. And I was like, all right, enough of you. I am leaving. And she said, like, the other person was like, yeah, me too. And then they were going to Sir that night. She's like, yeah, we have to go to Sir. And Jamie's like, yeah, I'm coming with you. She's like, yeah, we're probably going to see you. She's like, we're going to Sir on Tuesday, you know, uh, for see you next Tuesday. And they were like, oh, we're probably going to see one of those there. So... Mm. I mean, for me, that means Lala, uh, because they both kind of chimed in on that. I hope it doesn't mean Charlie, because they were both very close with Charlie. So I hope it doesn't mean... And it does seem like Charlie planned this Hawaii trip um, before that, because I saw her posting, asking questions like, what to do, where to go, recommendations, like they kind of booked their trip. So I don't think it's about Charlie, and I I can't really see any kind of beef between Sheena well, she and Charlie. Just, and she TV. just seemed she seemed fed up with like like she said like she she said she wasn't going to go on social media, but she was on social media the whole time. Like she still kind I felt like she left upset, being like, "Screw everybody! Like I'm going on vacation. and I'm turning my phone off." Like like she was like maybe you know stepping away from the drama or something. But um, mm. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I I really like Charlie. I can't wait to see what she does this season. And I, I really hope people give her a chance, you know, like especially the fans. And because um, a, a lot of times when I see stuff, you know, posted about her, there's so many comments that are like, oh, she's bagged it, you know, or whatever. It's like, I, I really think, um, I think she can do something if we give her a chance. Well, I don't think that's who they were talking about. I think they're talking about Lala. Okay. I think they're saving the beef for the show. Like they both kind of said, like Lala said, oh, it's not 
it's not for now. It's for later. Like they were saving their beef for the show. Oh, of course. Of course. I mean, it's not going to be interesting if they don't, you know, So they're talking about wasn't Lala just at Sir last week. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm pretty sure it's between Sheena and Lala. Okay. Well, that'll be I fun. don't think they're talking about the see you next Tuesday. I don't think that's Charlie or, you know, Raquel or any of the, the new girls, which the the new cast is supposedly, you know, doesn't really actually work at Sir Shocker. Um, we're going to do some deep dives on them, meaning... Um, the three girls, Jessica, Mia, now, and, and Olivia, mm-hmm. now Jessica. So we had Jesse, who I do think is different than Jessica. Oh, okay. So I heard Jessica isn't an actual server. We had Jesse. Didn't she introduce herself as Jesse? Uh huh. Because that's how I referenced her to someone, and they're like, oh, yeah, Jesse, Jesse's the best. I'm like, Oh, no, I'm not talking about Jesse Montana. We know Jesse Montana. He's obviously, yeah, the best. But So I think there's a Jesse and a Jessica. Yeah. Although they were talking about, you know, I don't know. We got to look into those three and obviously the new Jax, supposedly. Yes. So we'll see. All right. What else has happened? Um, Has anyone heard? The huge, 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 in Randall's voice, announcement that Jax was supposed to make. So, like, literally, like, two weeks ago or a week and a half ago, because they still haven't put out a new podcast, Randall was, like, itching his chair. I gotta announce it. I can't wait to tell everyone Jax has a huge announcement. Huge, huge. Oh, I I gotta let him do it. I gotta let him do it. And then Jax comes on. He's like, you can't do it, man. I gotta wait at least till Monday. Uh, and then Monday came and went. Another Monday came and went. Like, what is this huge? The the biggest thing we saw was like their baby Cruz taking like his first commercial shoot. So is that the big huge news? Like, he got like a commercial, which mm, nobody said for what. Everyone speculated. Oh, let me guess for give them Lala baby. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, it, or is it is it his big brother announcement? Like, what is it? Yeah, I, I'm. But is that confirmed? I mean, maybe that's why he can't say anything yet because they haven't announced. I don't know. So the rumor, you guys, is he's supposedly on Big Brother Australia, which is a kind of sad that you can't even make Big Brother America or or Spencer's UK celebrity, <laughs> whatever. You know, Spencer Pratt, Stephanie, yeah. Stephanie Pratt made her fame, her whole empire built off Big Brother UK, but Australia, but here's the thing, like, Jax is so into, like, I don't need reality TV, I'm a family man, I want to be here with my family, it's like, okay, well, A, it's kind of locked down there, like, you're going to have to quarantine, and then with Big Brother, it's 24-7 in the house, you can't leave, and then you're going to have to quarantine to get back in the U.S., so you're going to take how many months away from your newborn? I mean, fine. Do whatever you got to do for your paycheck. Like, no judgment. But I'm a family man. I can't do this reality TV. I, can't. I don't know. Yeah, it Why seems not? like a um, kind of like a desperate choice for where he is in his life right now to, 
you know, put everything else above that to go film Big Brother, I, I, that would be kind of shocking to me. But I wouldn't put it past Jack, so I don't know. I mean, he said what, you know, what I'm about to do takes physical strength and mental strength, so that could be Big Brother. But for me, I was I was more in picturing, like, America's Ninja Warrior or, like, there's <laughs> that, like, cheesy show, like, Ultimate Tag. Oh my! Games. Oh my God! But like, literally, I just saw him in like you know on Fox in the summer, like two guys battling out with like two big blow up hammers on a on a tightrope over a bouncy house. You know that game? Yeah. It's like, yeah. And then they in a splat, they fall into a splash pool or something like that. It's like it takes mental and physical strength. Like that's what I gathering like that's that's the level you're at Jax okay so I don't know this huge announcement like it really threw me when Randall was just going on and on like it's like he was about to produce like you know the Titanic part two or something like well actually that wouldn't make sense because we already know part two there is no part two (laughs) dies it's it's kind of like oh my god that just reminds me of the article I read. Did you ever read that article um, from New York Magazine? It's on Vulture.com about Randall. Yes, I did. The the king of the geezer teasers. Yes. And then also I heard someone was talking about that La- that movie that, you know, Lala like kept going on and on. Al Pacino said I was a great actress. Access Sally. Access Sally. Well, I've heard that's been released, um, but it's a, under a different name. It's not called Access Sally. And, you know, she stopped talking about it. And then I also heard that the main actress that wasn't Lala was this Russian woman that was like this billionaire's wife, and he died. So she had all this money. So she dumped all the money into this movie so she could be the star of it. And um, that kind of that kind of tracks. And then they had to, like, change the story. And then it, like, never came out. And it just went, like, straight to, like, on to, or it, so, it sold to foreign markets. This is what the article kind of says is Randall's M.O. is, like, the geezer teaser. So they get, <coughs> excuse me, all these old... Um, American actors that are heroes in foreign markets. Bruce Willis, Al Pacino, yeah. Steven Seagal. And they they use their face for the, the movie and they pay them a gazillion um, amounts of money. They get all this producer money, pay them, and they only have to do one or two days of shooting, <coughs> which kind of lines up with like De Niro and Pacino with with Randall's films. Um, yes. I don't know. You guys go check out that article. It's crazy. It's super long. I made a couple notes. He said, Emmett has made a fortune producing bad movies that he has done so well, pissing off investors, directors, and screenwriters and argue, arguably misleading audiences, accepting money from just about anyone willing to hand it over, offer vast sums of it to an aging star for a day or two of work, then leverage that actor's name to pre-sell the movie in foreign markets. Along the way, forego union writers and directors whenever possible, keep shooting days to a minimum, 
and film on location in places port where, like Puerto Rico, which we know, where local government offers filmmakers tax credits that can be sold on the open market for 90 cents on the dollar. It was just all the, all these details in this article were just mind-blowing because it makes so much sense. They put these huge faces to sell this movie, and then this person's not really in the movie at all. They're like, who wants to see a 350-pound aging Steven Seagal? But then they'll, you know, they'll put a picture of him, and then he's not even really in the movie. He'll deliver a line or something. And I, I did always, you know, question me. So they used to say that, um, you know, the big, you know, like Scorsese and whatnot, they want to make their films but in order to make their films, they'd have to produce a blockbuster. So they're like, one for me, one for them. Yeah. But then in the economy and COVID and all that shit went away. And so, um, and obviously this is before COVID, but Randall was able to get one of Scorsese's films that no one would touch. Well, Randall got the money for it. He's like, hey, if I give you, hey, if I give you the money for this, then you owe me one, right? So he got the money for one of Scorsese's film that he had been sitting on for 10 years. No, no producer would touch. Randall got on the money. And so in exchange, Scorsese got on the, the little producer credit for the Irishman. It's just so funny how it all works. It's crazy. I had no idea. Like, I mean, I would have been absolutely devastated, but there's a cut like, a couple of news stories that have come out about Randall would have absolutely like rocked my world if I were Lala. Like one, you know, him being not paying the the union, the writers, like that's the writers guild banning like, him. That's pretty. I don't like. I would want that taken care yeah. of right away. Like I feel like that's so embarrassing. And you know, our people in the in our group that are in the industry have said like that literally never happens like you have to be at like a very crazy level to get them to call you out like that like that's crazy and then um yeah the article that you just mentioned like i i don't know like how you would spin that to like make yourself feel better like it's a gnarly article yeah yikes and it was recent it was just like two months ago yeah crazy crazy anyways so back to big brother if if that's jack's biggest announcement big brother australia okay like i've never watched big brother ever in my life the only i watched like two or three episodes because holly allen was on it and you guys heard us talk about holly allen was our wine safari tour guide for holly's birthday in malibu yes so I watched her on that, but I couldn't even get myself to watch the whole season. And we knew her, and like she told us about the Kardashians and how they behaved at the mail, and how Kylie like faked the the post. Yes, like they got it for free, and then she posted she was in Napa, and they're like, "Um, no, you're actually here at our mail." Yeah, thing, but. The only other thing that Big Brother has ever come into my life was this weekend. So I was at this thing and I thought I was going to um, this session with these two psychologists on um, ID that I watched, but I, I got the names wrong. Like it was a Derek was the first name. I didn't know. And then he shows up and I was like, oh, I don't know you. But apparently everybody else does. His name was Derek Lavassier or Lavasser. Apparently he won Big Brother. Okay. So met him. He's actually amazing. 
So he won Big Brother. He was actually a police detective. He tried out on a a whim, and his wife encouraged him and said, hey, "You know, well, why are you going to do this?" He's like, "Well, I guarantee you, if I do this, I'll win it." And then he did win it. But now he has a crime co- uh, podcast with the Southern chick Stephanie Harlow. Anyways, I got to meet them, and that was fun. But cool. that's as close as I get to. Big Brother is Holly Allen from our Wine Safari tour for your birthday and this guy. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, what else could he be announcing? He sure is taking a sweet-ass time. Yeah, it's it's got to be something like that. I can't think... Like, he, his ego needs that announcement to be big, not, you know... <laughs> not. The- I mean, the way Randall built it up, it cannot be Big Brother. Like, that is... Randall's like, it's so huge. It's like amazing. It's like, that's not amazing, though. Yeah. It's kind of sad. That's like, he's going to be on marriage boot camp, you guys. Like, if that's the announcement, I'm sad for him. I mean, especially for Jax, who's, you know, a three time huge producer at this stage. According yeah. to him, right? Yeah. He's produced his third movie. Yeah, now. He, yeah, he's he's been really busy during during COVID, and he has zero producer credits and zero connections. But nope, third movie just wrapped my third movie, producing it. Oh wow! With his like his his photos of himself, like with his like his 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 you know ripped up jeans, cross and his legs crossed, like looking at a script. Like Jax, you probably can't even <laughs> read. You know, like don't do not. <laughs> Anyways, funny, funny stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, speaking on, okay, so Lala, well, she has not been mentioning her book lately, and she actually kind of stopped mentioning Give Them Lala Baby because now she's on to Give Them Lala Beauty. I saw you were doing a raffle on that. Yes, Give um, Them I'm Lala Skin. Little... Okay, okay. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's right. There's Give Them Lala Beauty, which is her lip gloss and her um the cheap ass shit that we we did buy and gave away but i wasn't a fan i liked her lip gloss i'm being fair i like the lip gloss i actually like it a lot i did not like the bouncer um the skincare i'm just um because i've had so many people they're like um well that's called dr diamond and also she used to post all the time at sonia dakar which a Everybody, every celebrity goes to. She's like world renowned, but Gina's been going there. Lala's been going there. I'm like, it's like Ramona coming out with her skincare line. Like, oh, I look so long, so young. I'm like, yeah, but Ramona, you just released your skincare line. You've been using someone else's. So I want to use that line that you've been using because you look great at your age and or any age. And Lala, I want to, you know, like, I don't maybe want to use something you're developing. Like, hey, I want to use what you guys have been using before <laughs> that made you look great. Okay? I don't trust. You're not a dermatologist. You're not an esthetician. And you're just, like, white labeling something. And I'm, I'm not buying, um, which her purses, they're not super expensive, but they're not super cheap. Like, I'm not just buying something because your name's on it. I'm just not sold. Sorry. Yeah. Um, I mean, I... I'm sort of. I'm just like, when it comes to skincare, I'm a little particular. Like, 
Mm-hmm. You know, I'll buy some. You know, I I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. I mean, I feel like there's That's a lot of lips. there's like a lot of beauty products that are like at that price point that are probably you know I'm sure I'm likening it to like Kylie's skin line, which I I liked her stuff. Some of the stuff I liked, some of it I didn't. So um, yeah, I'm down to try it. Yeah. So she has um, what she has a eye cream, she has a lip mask, she has a cleanser, and she has a moisturizer. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Well, so every facialist i've ever been to they're like don't waste your money on cleansers like you can you can go with a cheap they always say you can go with a cheap cleanser drugstore neutrogena something they're like moisturizer spf her lip mask i looked it up i'm like it just looks like coconut oil i'm not gonna spend 20 is it one mask or do you get a pack of like six like i don't know i couldn't tell i looked it up Oh, uh, but I'm not going to spend twenty-two dollars on one lip mask. That's well, it's a just jar. Not oil. It's like a. It's, it's a like what? it's like Kylie Jenner has the same thing. That's why I know she's copying her. It's just like a yeah. You like put it a on jar. and then you rub it off. You know. Yeah. It's like a, a okay. sugar scrub. You know. <laughs> yeah, which you can actually make in your own kitchen in yeah. two seconds. <laughs> Sorry, not trying to be a buzzkill. No, support her stuff. Like, I'm, I'm not really supporting her baby stuff because, again, she's just white labeling other brands. And I know she's gotten in trouble because she's putting out stuff with choking hazards, like big buttons and stuff like that. Like, I've, I've just heard this. Like, obviously, I'm not buying her baby stuff because I don't have a baby. But, you know, like, hey, I was down with her lip gloss. I tried her bronzer. Still, I'd still reorder a lip gloss for sure. Yeah. I tried it. I liked it. And you know what? There's a bazillion lip glosses. And the fact that I liked it and would reorder it, that says a lot. But when it comes to my skincare, I'm going to go probably with more like tried and true brands based on like, you know, a little more science and, and history and experience on my skin for that price point. I'm probably not going to wing it, but just saying. Yeah. It's just me. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, try it. Throw all the shit at the wall and see what sticks. I appreciate the hustle. And, um, you know, seems like she's doing well with her makeup. So, you know, appreciate the hustle and yeah, the effort. For sure. Go for it. People are commenting like, oh, her book's like discounted and 30% off. But it's like, yeah, yeah, she didn't make it. I mean, I, I don't know that, you know... Uh, Stassi had such a clear message and basic brand and a wider audience. And then with VPR being off the air for so long, like, you know, there's just so many people that we don't realize because we don't, you know, it's like, you don't watch Bravo. You don't watch Vayner. Like, it seems so foreign to us. But there's a strange wide world out there of people that don't. So I understand why she didn't make the list. A... The show's not on the air. She can't promote it in person. And also, it's like, who are you? Why are we buying this book? Whereas Stasi's book was a little more kitschy, like a basic brand. Like, you know, those those brands sell, like um, the Rachel Hollis books or the, you know, just even a skinny confidential kind of line. Like mm-hmm. that kind of a bitch Bible. It's like... It's a brand, and they also had the opportunity to tour and sign and promote and 
the show was on the air. So there's a lot of elements, you know, Kristen was definitely screwed. Like I definitely think, you know, her book was interesting, but you know, it was just super bad timing between not just COVID, but the firings. And, yeah. That was a bummer. But I just don't think, I think of the two and then, you know, Tommy Ariana's is just a totally different genre. So it's just hard to compare, but, um, I just don't know that she should have expected like kind of a the world should want to hear all my stories about me before I'm 30 like it wasn't you know Stasi's book was more of a Paris Hilton a simple life kind of like that kind of like little genre where just catches fire yeah well and it wasn't it wasn't about her life like it wasn't like all right. about yeah, and that's that's really what Lala's book is. Is she like really gets into every little detail of her life, you know, and uh, how she feels about things? Yeah, it's a totally different, totally different book. Yeah, and so I haven't read it, so I can't judge. And I'm sure it's there's great stories and great insights and great lessons and experiences, and probably great things to make girls feel good and be like, hey, you're not alone. It's just I don't know that her reach is big enough to pull, you know, pull what she was hoping for is all I'm saying. Yeah. So she shouldn't really be disappointed. I just don't think her reach is as big as she would like it to be or hoped it to be. But that's just, you know, there's a lot of, you know, the show's not on. She's also not like a particularly popular character. She is or she isn't. But it's like Stassi was you loved her or you hated her with Lala. It's like, mm, I kind of like her. I kind of don't. Sometimes I like her. Sometimes I don't. Depends on the scene. Depends on the episode. But mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's just a lot of like in the middle where Stassi stands are either love or hate, but because their haters are so strong, they're still going to buy the book. Yeah. It's like Howard Stern haters that they listen longer than the lovers the haters of Stasi are still probably a lot of them buying the book mm-hmm. or going to the going to the show so that they can see or they can rip on her. Whereas Lala, like, mm, probably not. Yeah, I just don't think she's got as strong of a presence as Stasi did. Yeah, I, and I'm not. Yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm not a stan either way. I'm just saying logistically. Anyways, yeah, I agree. <laughs> So, um, in other news, Jackson Brittany dined with Angela, Angela, and Michael from Ninety Day. Now, you do not watch Ninety Day, right? Mm-mm, I had no idea who that was. So, this was a fun little treat on Instagram with them um, having dinner and taking shots. Angela should not be drinking, but uh, looks like they had some fun. <laughs> yeah, it looks fun. Um. They also were at the beach. Um, now, I'm confused because Kristen actually popped off on a comment. She's like, hey, y'all, let me know when you're going to the beach so I can take pictures of you and repost them everywhere when no, when you don't think anyone's looking. But I'm also at the same point, like, um, there is Santa Monica Beach, which is thousands of people okay y'all i lived in santa monica for 10 years i would go to other beaches because santa monica beach is way too crowded 
so it's hard for me to understand that paparazzi could just really pinpoint Jackson, Brittany and Kristen and Alex in Santa Monica beach was so overpopulated, especially now as LA's opening up and everyone's at the beach and it's a summer weekend. Um, for me, I feel like they were called and they were planned or maybe Jackson, Brittany just didn't tell Kristen, but I feel like it was planned. Me what too. Do you 100% it was planned. So Kristen, maybe Kristen wasn't, I, I actually could believe that Kristen didn't know that they called pops because I don't understand her swimsuit. I am not here to body shame. Kristen looks fantastic. That is, I have no interest in talking about, like she always looks great. Her swimsuit on the other hand was very alarming to me. Like it was like, I'm up, um, all about mismatch and different color bottoms and tops. Like I actually have to physically have to, as probably do you, cause it's hard to find a top that fits with the bottom that fits. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, um, but hers just like actually made no sense at all. Like it was, just, it was a very weird combination. I was only upset about the swimsuit. I think, Whoever body shamed her, shame on you, because that's disgusting. Um, I was (laughs) interested in that choice, and then I was interested in the daily meals. Um, And then uh, Kristen's boyfriend, Alex Minash, is shirtless and sporting some turquoise trunks. And I was like, do we care for this level of detail about Alex Minash that he's shirtless? Well, he's at the beach, and... um, gonna say like you know most men are shirtless at the beach yeah it was really ridiculous <clears throat> it was it, it just seemed very seated and very planned and the level of detail and jacks toted this and Brittany toted this and it was like how are you come on yeah there's thousands of people the paps are not spotting you in thousands of people in santa monica and jacks what happened to i don't go to the beach it's too far it takes too much time. It's annoying. Oh, you can't clean up the beach with Max Boyens and his little project. But, oh, you just go there and you tote all this shit on there. And Brittany's not even a swimsuit to go into the beach. Like, that was a moment. That was a pop moment. Come on. Totally. That was a PR moment. 100%. So, sorry, Kristen. If, they, if your best friends didn't let you in on the joke, but this was not unplanned. Yeah. Sorry if you didn't like your shots, but you should have chose a better suit. And if you didn't like, you know, she said unflattering shots. I'm not saying that. I think she looks great. But if you felt unflattering, then I don't know. Wear a cover-up or a strong. You don't need to, hon. But she was like, go unflattering angles and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, (sighs) well, then don't hang around with your media whore friends then. Yeah. Totally. Or or expect it. Plan for it. If you feel insecure, I don't think you should feel insecure because you're beautiful. But if you feel insecure, well, if you're going to hang out with some people that might call the paps, like if you're hanging out with Spencer and Heidi, you should probably like prepare for that mentally or physically. Okay? Yeah. Because you know what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah, I, I don't, the, the beach thing was, like, at first I was laughing at it, you know, I was like, oh my god, because yeah, I thought the same thing, they called the paps, blah, 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 but, um, but then the comments were so mean, so mean to Brittany, like, just, like, ruthless comments, 
And that made me sad. You know, maybe Kristen was just sticking up for Brittany with those comments. I don't know. Well, that's good. You know, I don't, I didn't read any of the comments. I just saw a screenshot, uh, screenshot someone sent to me of Kristen, um, commenting and, you know, I feel for her. Like I would feel for myself or anybody. And if people are commenting on how Brittany looks, that's disgusting and gross. And yeah, she should stand up for a friend and no one should be, you know, commenting yeah, like, on a postpartum so, body yeah, or on, anybody. On, yeah, on the Daily Mail thing, like one of the comments was like, so who is Jack sleeping with while well, Brit is still the size of a whale? Like that is horrifying. That's disgusting. Yeah, that's, or Ross Matthews, is that you in a dress? Oh no, it's Brittany. <sighs> like, I mean, I just, this is I, just unnecessary. It undermines everything. It's just like I just feel yeah. so bad because, like, out of I mean, I I know like all of the Vanderpump moms are like super excited, but you can you can tell Brittany is just like so overjoyed and she's so you know happy to be doing every little thing that she's doing, and it's just sad. Like, I see her smile and then I just think, oh my god, like, does she read these comments? Like, how does she do it? Like, she's yeah, she does. I, I don't yeah. know. I I would freak out. Yeah. No, that's why I would never sign up for reality TV because you'd just be crucified. Totally. And then for no money, like I heard the the newbies last year, they were paid $2,000. Yeah. Someone was speculating about why Dana didn't rejoin. Like, well, A, none of us really wanted Dana to rejoin. But I also understand if you were paid $2,000 and then – Oh, rejoin for what? I was already crucified. It affected her mental health. She went into break. Like, fuck no. Come on. Yeah. Like, she can make that in tips. Come on. My, yeah. I, I had a friend that just worked a wedding and made $700 in a couple hours off tips. Like, yeah, you can do bartending. You can <laughs> you can make a, a season, $2,000 for the season, and then you're crucified well, you know for what? the rest think- of your life on social media. Yeah, I says, yeah, I feel like she took a, a a chance. You know, she was set up to be, you know, the new it girl yeah. and and that's what, you know, she was going for for sure and it didn't work out and I respect that she, you know, is is, you know, protecting her mental health and saying yeah. I'm not doing it. Like good for, she tried it. Like good, put yourself out there and and it, it's like Lala with all yeah. the stuff that she's doing too. It's like all the other cast members, the OG cast members, they could have written a book. They could have a skin line. They could have a baby line. They could have all these things, too. And Lala's just choosing to do it, you know, and it's yeah. it's like fair well, game. we said all along, all of these people, once we said, like, we were saying, like, season three, season four, they need to get on their game. Like, you need to... Like, you know, Snooki and Jaywell, they hit that shit season three with their tanning lotions. Like, you need to get on it. Uh, strike while the iron's hot. And so many of them just waited till too long. Totally. You know? Like, there's so many things that could have been milked, but they just waited. They sat on it. Katie, like, you could have done, you could have, you could have been the, before Kylie lip kits, you could have mastered that perfect red lip. Schwartz, you could have, like, done your little moo-moo thing. But it was just all, like, lazy, laissez-faire, too late, too little, too late. Um, there's just a lot of things. Or the beer cooler. Just There's just so many things that could have happened. Mm-hmm. But the, uh, the beer cheese or, you know, like, no one's going to want the beer cheese now, okay? 
there was a time and a moment and it wouldn't have been that hard to like you know just the focus and honestly like the beer cheese they should have just let that go they were gonna make millions on the beer cheese let's be honest yeah (laughs) but you know why waste all that time promoting and anyways totally it's a lot anything else going on with social media with that stuff uh no lala posted a photo of her um like a pool picture next to stassi you know there she's sitting in the pool with her baby and stassi has her um ankles in the water and little hartford has a hat on and little ocean is just kind of out there in the sun and apparently um i didn't get to see the post but um, people started freaking out at Lala. You know, you really shouldn't have a newborn baby in the direct sunlight. Like, it's just not a good thing for their little skin. And so um, I think she disabled comments first and then just, like, fully removed the post. So, you know, Actually, you're, you still got to learn how to – what to post and dis- what not to. <laughs> she, she disabled comments for her skincare she had comments and then she disabled them on her skincare post. Oh, why were people saying mean things? I don't know. I I just noticed she disabled them. Huh. Which Interesting. Is, it's kind of sad for your line because you should have it open because if it's a you know product, yeah, it should be open. But apparently, I don't. I don't know. I never went and saw the comments. I just noticed that they were disabled so i don't know why people are being so freaking mean about it like what is the big deal like don't buy it or don't buy it like it's not that hard i just said what i said like i'm probably i'm not gonna buy it only because like i've spent a lot of time and years in experimentation trying all sorts of products and and things that work and don't work like i'm not gonna like I, i i got her lip gloss and i'm saying like i liked it i still like it um so I'm probably not going to, but I do not feel compelled to go on her site and say, I'm not going to buy this. Who are you? Or well, you don't have this. Like, I would never comment. I just wouldn't there's buy a, it. There's a, yeah, there's a, I, there's a big part in her book about where she talks about her skin and what a huge, um, you know, like uh, how much pain her skin brought her and her, you know, insecurities and all that stuff. So I think she really... Um, I think, like, the skin thing is, like, really personal to her. Well, yeah, but I also listened to her podcast, and she said she had perfect, perfect skin all throughout grade school and high school, and that's why some of the girls hated her, because they had acne, and she had perfect skin. She said she didn't experience acne until early adulthood, which Mm -hmm. is actually, like, um, you know, a mutual friend of ours who had you know, gray skin, and then they experienced, like, 20s, acting in their 20s, mm-hmm. and that was Lala, and so, yes, she said she was bullied, and girls hated her because she had perfect skin, so she experienced it in her 20s, so that's what I'm saying, is, like, whatever, um, and that, and we can see on Vanderpump, too, um, now they, you know, filter things a lot more. But if you go back to season three, se- season four, season five, when she first comes on, you can see, you know, it's a lot of cover up and, you know, and she points it out. That's why we only look because she points it out. Um, but she went to dermatologists. She went to Sonia Dakar. She went to these top, 
top Beverly Hills places. And so for me, for me to go buy her skincare, when I'm like, well, I'm going to probably go to the places that made your skin great, not what you're going to put out. I'm going to go to the places that made your skin great. You know what I'm saying? Like I've known Sonia Jakar for as long as I've lived in LA. Like she's the go-to. And between Sonia Takar and what Dr. Diamond has done for um, Lala, like I just I don't feel the need to buy her product. I'm going to buy the products that made Lala's skin better. Yeah. See, we we must just be different consumers then because like I don't care about any of that. I don't even know who that is. And so I I don't mind trying the more beginner <laughs> skincare, but that's probably I'll probably learn my lesson later. I don't know. Well, she's just never used it though. Like her skin did become her skin because of her product. She I know, just I, developed it. I she don't, white I'm not buying it. it for her skin though. I don't know. I that's just not why I'm I don't know. Okay. I guess I just like to, you know, it's like when like a fun product comes you're out. You're buying just, it for the knee. Yeah, you're I want to try it. it. for like, exactly. you're buying Paris Hilton's perfume because it's Paris Hilton. Yeah, y- yes, exactly. Not for the smell. You're buying it for the name. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> but I, I want to see what it smells like. Yeah. Well, you can sample it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, we're going off track. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, boy. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right. You want to get into um, episode three, or do you want to do I Want to Be a Hilton? Um, let's do episode three. Okay. It's called Pretty Little Eyes, which is fun, because, you know, that's a, that's a show. Yes. But this was, you know, before it was a show. So, um, I, I actually did rewind it a little bit because I realized I needed to pay more attention to the credits. It's kind of interesting because they open up this whole season four. The first opening act is Sheena and Jax in the opening scene of the credits. And then it's Tom and Ariana and James. And then it's Kristen, Katie and Schwartz. Yeah, There's the no dyna- Yeah, the dynamic was so different this season, and it changed so much too. That's that's yeah, true. There's no Lala. There's no Stassi. There's no. Um, now I think about it, I'm like Stassi must have been freaking out. She's not even in because she was part of season four. It was just the tail end, but she's not in the credits. And I guess we didn't realize that at the time or think about it. But like, she must have been spazzing out. Totally. <laughs> So Sheena and Jax open it up, then Tom, Ariana, and James, and then Kristen, Katie Schwartz. It was just interesting to me. Yeah. Uh, so then they go pick out, I remember this part, they pick out new dresses for Pride. I thought they were going to pick out new Sir dresses for like actual uniforms. Um, but they're like these super cheap retro dresses, which are cute, but like. Lisa's so cheap. You know, they're like $20. Yes. Like, you can tell, like, you could, you could tell the type of shop it was as soon as they walked in. Like, it was like, uh, you know, like, nowhere that Lisa would ever shop. Let's put it that way. You know what I mean? Like, there's just no yeah, way. Yeah. And well, she's you like, can tell by the dress. Yeah, I she's mean, like, they would look these are cute. Either. Yeah. 
You'd look cute on anyone, like, in your 20s. Like, you can make anything look cute. Yes. Because everything fits. And yeah, you're young, fantastic. skinny, cute. Yeah, totally. But I, 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 I love how they still had to do, like, the, the slow-mo, like, body shots. Like, they, they did, like, a full one on Christina Kelly, who has, like, such a model body. You know, like, she slowly yeah. is taking her dress off with her, you know, abs showing and everything. Painful. Yeah. Yeah. And then LVP tells Sheena and Kitty to lay off Lala. She's going through a lot. Um, which we'll get into, I guess, a little bit later. Then they flash over to... They're going to school the syrup bartenders on the new drinks. And Ken brings over their star bartender, Eric. And literally calls them star bartender and Jax is just like rolling his eyes and freaking out um and he's like he's he's my right hand man and Jax is like this is not happening this is not, nope nope this is not happening yeah yeah like, yeah Lisa's like you know there might be some times where you're going to be working under him and you're going to be assisting him and Jax is like nope nope not gonna happen not gonna happen and then Ken's like listen you little fuck. You know, he doesn't say that, but, you know, he's thinking, listen, you'll work when I tell you to work. <laughs> like, so this is, cut. like, this is when I loved the feeling of Vanderpump Rules because, I mean, how, uh, for me personally, I've experienced this many times when another department starts doing well or something starts working, the a-hole manager will come over and be like, why don't you learn from this person how to do it? And you're like, how dare you? Like, you don't even, like, they're not, it has nothing to do with us. Like, and it's just annoying when someone is, you know, kissing the boss's butt and then you have to, your, your department gets scolded. You know, it's like, right. I don't know. I just found this so relatable. Such <laughs> <laughs> a dick about it. And then, so, Eric starts talking about how to make the pumptini and, um, Jax calls Eric, you're just a big dick. He goes, okay, he's big like, dick. Well, <laughs> he's like, well, I'm going to show you how to make the puppetini. It's Jennifer Lawrence's favorite. And Jax is like, yeah, yeah, I know. She comes in here all the time. She loves Sir. She loves this place. But here's what I loved. Then Lisa goes, yes, she does. But this was after she left Pump. <laughs> oh, my like, gosh. Pump. She came to Pump first, and she liked the Pumptini. She came to Sir after. Well, you know, because Lisa's, like, Pump is Lisa's. Sir, she bought from Guillermo and kept him on as, like, a small partner. Like, Sir was not Lisa. She expanded it, but Pump, it's why she treats Pump as her baby and why she's mostly at Pump every day because that's her baby. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, she's not a sir every day, but she is that pump every day. Yes. She can't walk over, but... Oh, sorry. That was just funny. It was just like, mm, after pump. Like, again, the name of one of her drinks at Vanderpump Dog or Vanderpump Gardens is Checkmate <laughs> Bitch. It's like, Checkmate Bitch. Like, she just literally served it to Jack. It's like, yes, she does love sir. After she visited Pump. Checkmate, bitch! Yeah. And Jax is just not having it. And Tom and Ariana aren't having it either, but Jax is, like, really laying it on thick. 
Uh, he yeah. also comments. He's just being defiant. Yeah, he also comments to um, to Eric and is like, "Did he build the restaurant too?" And then yeah. you know, and Lisa's like, "You're just being an ass now," you know. Oh man, Jaxie. So then we go to Lala quizzing. I mean, LVP quizzing Lala. And I really actually appreciate this moment now in retrospect, rewatching it. She's like, um, she really does like give it to her. She's like, mm, who was the photographer? Where was the location? Um, you know, and she like drills her and Lala, like it's just not up for the challenge. Yeah. To she's lie like, about yeah, it. she's like trolling her hair. She's trolling her hair and just, yeah. At this, this point, she's still Lauren from Utah because she's too, she's not like, Lala cowered in your face. I'm going to yell at you and then run away. Like she hasn't developed that part of her yet. Totally. She runs away, but she runs away to her mama in her baby bottle. Yeah. Yeah. This was this. I mean, I remember being like kind of confused about this Lala when, when I was watching originally, because I was like, I was kind of like Sheena and Katie. I was like, I don't care that this new girl is like, like, She's having right. anxiety about the girls not being nice to her. Like, it didn't make sense. Now, looking back and knowing the full story of everything she was going through, you know, in her real life and the show, like, I kind of get it. But at the time, it didn't make sense. And it was annoying. Oh. Yeah, it was um, super annoying. Now you're like, okay, they were mean to her. But it's like, she just put up such a baller like eh, no one can touch me I can do what I want and then she continues on with this as we're going to see obviously when they go to Hawaii and she's topless and whatever maybe that was her defense mechanism retribution or something but like the fact that like she had the balls to say I can't be on the schedule as she's new but then to cancel on this like yachty guy or whatever last minute I'm sure she got blackballed from that yacht mistress lifestyle or whatever and ran home to her mommy. Like, I mean, it, it does show like clearly she's like super fragile. Like you let Sheena and Katie, like they're not even like, it wasn't even Stassi getting on you. Like mm-hmm. Sheena and Katie, that's like pretty like mellow. Yeah. Like, I could see, like, Stassi, like, really railroading you the way she did Sheena and Laura Lee. Like, it could really affect someone's psyche, you know, like, how Stassi would call Sheena the homewrecker. The way Stassi did Sheena. And the way Stassi did Laura Lee. Yes. But Lala didn't even have that. She had Sheena say, "Mm, what do you have to do for that uh, flight? And then she had Katie, like, "Mm." You know, like she had mellow shit, but she had to run home to Utah and like mama and put her thumb in her mouth. Like, whoa, where's like, I thought you were, um, who's she? Re- uh, Tupac. Tupac. I thought you were Tupac reincarnated. Where's the badass Lala? Where's the, like, it's just confusing. Like it doesn't make sense. Like, well, and I think that, I think that the only maybe reason she really didn't want to go on that trip. Maybe she really figured out she'd have to fuck the guy yeah. and she didn't want to. And so that's why she didn't go on the trip, which yeah. I can respect. Yeah. No. And I, I really think that that was a good point that you just made because I don't think that 
um, that's why I felt weird about this this whole storyline when I originally watched this, you know, whenever it aired, was like um, Sheena and Katie are not mean enough. Like it, the only reason it worked is because yeah, we could refer back to how mean Stassi was to you know all those people or or what what they're capable of, but we never yeah. saw it, so it didn't make any sense, and it was annoying, and it was extreme to run home to your mom, you know. Yeah, for for that extreme, yes. cancel this trip. Yes, after you already lied about it and lied to Lisa over Sheena and Katie's comments, like they're like mellow chicks. Yeah, so yeah, that just didn't line up. It so didn't. I think there was, I think maybe there's a little. I think the panic attack was some pressure was put on, like oh yeah, you know you do need to get blowjobs or you need to put out or you. This is expected, or you may not come back. They're going to take your passport. You know, I, you know, some Sultan of Brunei shit. Yeah, I don't know. I think there was some other shady shit, and maybe this was a because. Hey, let's be honest. It's much easier to blame bullying from like Sheen and Katie than to badmouth on reality TV like whoever was funding this boat. Hmm. Um. You could be killed. Yeah. I mean, some of those those girls that are kidnapped or held hostage or you could be snuffed out. So maybe it was a Russian blah, blah, blah. Who knows? Like if, if she were to say, oh, I found out I was only going to go on this trip. Um, you know, the Internet, people can find out shit. Oh, she had a ticket here. She had a passport here. You know, it just takes one little leak or two. Oh, we're going to snuff her out. She's too loud. Like, you know what I mean? Like, maybe she had. I'm just speculating. You, I just came off CrimeCon. I was going to okay, say, you I'm really like, did just I'm come from CrimeCon. I'm going deep. I'm <laughs> deep. I have three things that you're going to. This is why I want to do a separate cop, um, po- um, podcast because you're going to. You're going to. Holly, you're going to get all paranoid and freak out. But, like, I got movie theater situations going on in my head. Like, so I'm thinking. Not only I always think ten, ten steps ahead. I'm thinking fifty now, and so I'm just starting to think like, why did she have this panic attack? Lauren Lala is like a tough ass bitch, but mm, I think there's more to the story now. Now that she canceled this, I think she can't say what the real deal is because it's a very protective nature. Yeah. And she blamed it on this. And well, that and, was probably smart. Yeah, and uh you know, I I'm uh, listening to her book right now and there was there was a lot of stuff going on with that ex-boyfriend of hers. Like it could have been a number of things that were going on, you know? Like yeah. I, I don't think that was oh, it. Yeah. She could have seen well, it, well, it could have been, but she could have seen yeah, the ex-boyfriend in a post with a chick and that tri- that triggered her into yeah. a depression for sure. Mhm. But I don't think it was Katie and Sheena. No, no, no. And I think that's why you see them so annoyed with her, you know, and that Lisa's taking her side and babying her. They're frustrated because they're like, here we go. Like, we're we're screwed. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely more to that story. It was not Sheena and Katie. Yes. Okay. So, um, Sheena's crying at work, talking about she got drunk and didn't come home and um yeah i mean this is you know the the beginning of the end and we know that there's more going on now like and she says that she's like 
there's more than, you know, fucking being nice to the nice girl or new girl that she says to Lisa. Like, and there's more than Sheena's even saying on the show and what she releases to um, Lisa about, you know, he's drinking, he's taking pills. But at this point, you know, we know she's seen the text that, you know, the, the phone that Sheena's sister Courtney gave to Shay because his phone broke and then it went to the iCloud and they found him like kind of sex texting or whatever, romanticizing a girl via text. Granted, it wasn't conjugal or physical, but it's like that was shit going on at the same time, which it really explains her emotions on top of him taking pills and drinking. Like she had that going on too, but wasn't able to really talk about it like there's just a lot more when people are like oh she's so dramatic and she's not paying attention to oh he he doesn't want the limelight it was like you know yes we were all poor Shay poor Shay he just doesn't want the limelight which is true and we still like respect him for that and love him for that but at the same time he was hiding his addiction and then also with addiction came the creepy text messages that, you know, no partner wants to see their other partner doing, whether mm-hmm. it's physical or not. It's just like, you know, there's one thing like maybe watching porn, but when you're having like a sexting thing, that's like a, you know, emotional affair. Mm-hmm. And like for some people, it's, that's worse than a physical affair. I've heard both sides of the story, so I, I'm not even going to weigh in because I can go either way on this. I can, yeah, it's just slippery slope, dangerous territory. Yeah, but I mean, this is this is this is really hard to watch. You know, the beginning of this because you know we know the, how it ends, and so it's it's hard to watch. I I feel for both parties um, of how this yeah. happened and. Again, like, I feel like this is why I couldn't, there's no way I could do this on for camera. Like, I could not do it. I don't know how they hold it together and open themselves up in this way. And I don't know that Shay wanted to do all that. So that's kind of hard to watch, too. But, um, you know, it's, yeah, it's rough. And the thing is, it's like, I get that. I know she did a lot for camera, but there's, I think... You know, and he made that photo video of her, you know, with the Watch What Happens Live and the her always wanting to be in the limelight. But there were moments you could tell in this scene with Ariana, like, she, like, literally rips off her eyelashes. She's like, I don't even know why I have that these fucking things on. Like, you could tell, like, that wasn't really a staged moment. Like, you could tell that was a real moment. Like, she had been holding it together. Um, I mean, that was, like, that's a classic Sheena moment you know like her talking about her lashes or going back to something you know like i mean that's just i it just shows her personality i I mean those are some of her best moments i think like they're it's just so she'd been she'd been holding it all back and her and ariana had said they they weren't that close lately but then when ariana came over you could tell she truly cared she's like i don't care i'll be here i'll be here and then I think Sheena actually unleashed and like I'm saying like the lashes or she wasn't trying to fix them. She's like, why do you even have these fucking things on? And I think for her in that moment, for someone that does care about lashes and 
vanity and looking in the mirror. Like, for her to rip him off, like, okay, cool. I think she was truly in a moment there with Ariana. I don't yeah. know. Just, like, they're, they're both, their faces just seemed, that wasn't, I don't know, it seemed real. Like, they were both raw. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, otherwise I would have thought Sheena would, like, ripped her eyelashes off and then looked in a compact mirror to see if it looked okay. But she didn't truly give a fuck at that moment. Mm-hmm. But I just love that she vocalized that she was ripping them off. Like, there's just, like, there's something about how, like, in the midst of, like, this moment, like, she's still, like, she'll, like, pull out of the moment to talk about something like that and then go back it. Like, she's, she's very good at doing that. You know, it's, it's, it's super entertaining. Yeah. And I mean, so, and just, and like, I just, it was, it just felt so iconic too. Like, I wish that all of the Vanderpump apartments were like, you know, like they weren't touched and we could tour them. Like, I want to tour, you know, uh, Tom and Ariana's apartment, you know, like, just like untouched, you know, like I want to start the microwave and have the, the air conditioner set. turn off, you know, like, um, like the front set. Well, we could yeah. we could call Jeremy and see if we could do that. I actually was thinking about that. Um, the that other would be fun, a fun little video moment. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then um, in the summer when it's hot. <laughs> yes, for sure. But um, it just felt so iconic to be back in you know Sheena's apartment that she shared with Shay. I mean, with her her wedding photos up. I mean, just that entire room is just it's just great. But, and- but her even mentioning it, like saying he hasn't been home in four days. She's like, and I'm looking at all these wedding fucking photos all over the place. It's like, yeah, you did put them up, but yeah. I mean, See, that's I what I mean. It. It's I the did. same thing as pulling off her lashes. She's able to take these moments that are hilarious, yeah. you know, like give us a little bit of comedy relief and go right back into the pain of the well, moment. Like it's really like, <laughs> like when they're at Kyle Chan's and Tom Sandoval calls her out on the moment i do understand what she's doing though she's like i'm trying to put on a happy face i'm trying to but but then like and it was all great because i love that she took one for the team to be there for katie and schwartz and like yes this is what she wants i hey she's a really fucking good friend she took notes of what katie wanted like she had done her research right Mm -hmm. like secretly asking katie she's she's a really good friend and I love that she, you know, she was doing that, and while she's struggling. And, but then when she was talking about, you know, well, my new ring and blah blah blah, and Sandoval's just looking at her like, "What the fuck? Didn't you just?" Did, I'm sure he's like, "Ariana just told me you haven't fucking seen Shay in four days. Like, what the fuck?" So he actually confronts her. He's like, "When was the last time you talked to Shay?" Oh, it was the last time you talked to Shay. She's like, mm, "It's been four days," but. She keeps that tough exterior. She doesn't break down. I think, I think the the second she lets a tear go, it's a floodgate thing because yeah. I, I can relate to that. Mm-hmm. So she's just like she's got to be callous about it because I just feel like I'm the same way. Um, and so it comes across delusional and a little crazy. He's like, why is she talking about getting more diamonds on her ring when she hasn't talked to her husband in four days? He hasn't come. Uh, yeah, I get it. Like, she doesn't want to go there. She's hoping. She's hoping. She meant I do forever. She did. And she's just hoping in that moment. Yeah. So I'm just, you know, I'm rooting for her. But I am also appreciating her not going there because I know if she even opens one 
word about it, she's going to be a floodgate. So and that wasn't yeah, shut it down. that wasn't the appropriate place to like be getting into all of her troubles when you know it's right. it's she Tom's to moment. Do it for yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. So Sandoval layoff. Like I understand you think she looks crazy right now, but she is sucking up every breath of life trying not to cry and trying to be happy for Schwartz and Katie because she truly is and just don't push because it's just going to break. Yeah. It's like a dam. Mm-hmm. Just, the dam's going to fucking rush over. Yeah, for sure. But I understand why Sandoval's confused because A, he's a dude and it doesn't make sense, but you know, just also know your chick. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, okay, so we go to James and Kristen. Um, again, she has a nice apartment. They have a rooftop pool. They're dangling their feet in there, and he's still uh, sticking by. I've never had sex with anyone, and then his confessional. Now, I, I really sex with James, but he's like, I've, you know, I've, I've, no, we've cheated. I've never had sex with anyone, and he. D- keeps just going back and forth at the confessional of it's just so cringy it's just like uh, yeah this part it did, um, yeah it, oh can you hear me hello poor cringe. yeah okay i think the internet's going out or something it's weird Uh-oh. okay i think we're okay um, i don't know so they just kind of like make up and whatever but you know he's denying everything which is unfortunate and then they flash forward this is so classic this is my moment of this episode when Jax is like they they do a little flashback of Jax and Kristen out at drinks or whatever it's like black and white so we know it's in the past and Jax is like I don't I don't understand how you possibly be with someone that cheated on you and you're just going to get past it like it's no problem. You should break up. That's pathetic. <laughs> like, oh, wow. Yeah. I really want that video next to season six video. Yeah. Like, come on. Okay. Okay, Jack. Yeah, okay, so Jack. Kristen's pathetic for, you know, James doing what he did, which is, I don't know. Cheating's cheating, but mm, I think kind of what you did to Brittany was worse. Yeah. Still he, cheating, but I'm going to say this one's worse. But yeah. Anyways, I, I, it's, it's always it's great classic. to see Jax try to get on any kind of high horse because literally there's like an example for anything he could say about anybody else. Like we could throw 10 back at him, uh, you know? Like, how do you allow someone to cheat on you? And then you just go back. Pathetic. Like, oh, so is that what? I, you know what, Brittany? She says she never watched the show. It's like, okay, well, Brittany, why don't you watch season four? Yeah. See how that feels. Yeah. Oh. Totally. Well, we know she did. Remember the timeline we did? Yeah. No one would go to Sir unless they watched Vanderpump Rules. Yeah, no one. And I'm sorry, you're not going to convince... And she went there with Aaron. You're not going to convince me that Aaron was watching Vanderpump Rules. It's a chick show. If guys watch it, it's because their chicks got them into it. 
It's like Melrose Place. Same thing happened in the 90s. In fact, it's been called the Melrose Place of the, you know, yeah, current times. Okay, well, then we go over to La 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 in Leather in the Alley with Jax. And she's in leather and an awful statement necklace. I don't know if that was like a Luann or a Stassi or a Dana. Yeah, um, I, I noticed that she was wearing uh, like a couple statement necklaces, you know, just still not getting over that trend. <laughs> <laughs> so she's talking to Jax. He's like, well, you tell me anything. I don't gossip. Yeah. So... His hat is huge in this moment. His jowls, I think this is the, the season where, where it turned, right? Where he started looking like Wolverine and like his eyes look all small. Because, you know, he has like big, kind of bright eyes, but like they look small and his jowls look like three times swollen, like he had jaw surgery or something. Like this is this is when he kind of turned. I don't know. Yeah, and I, I feel like he still. Saying, he, but anyway, she's like he had a lot of swelling, you know. Yeah, yeah, maybe that's it. So she's like, "So you have, so you have a new girlfriend." He's like, "Uh, let's say, uh, strong note of the girlfriend, easy, easy there. Um, you know, we're not, you know, not, not exclusive. Blah blah blah. Again, Brittany, can you watch season four, please?" because <laughs> you were already there you were there already we already saw you're in your lacy romper you're already living with Jax and he's denying you to Lala in the alley can you watch the season please girl anyways <laughs> so yeah uh, one thing I noticed is the this was around the season of the glow up. So between Jack's, this is you know probably him at his worst, one of his worsts. Um, I noticed James. James had. It's just interesting. I think this was on the cusp of the year when everyone in the Bravo universe got new teeth. Lisa, Kyle, right? Like everyone, mm-hmm. because I noticed James' teeth. They were, and maybe it's the lighting. Could be the lighting, but you know, because he's very young, he shouldn't have. They were like really dark yellow teeth, hmm. and I, I noticed it maybe because nowadays they either people have veneers or they use better filters. Because mm-hmm. uh, I definitely noticed this in this fucking Lifetime movie on Saturday with Annabeth Gish, true story movie. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my god, they they put this filter on her face. She looked like a Snapchat. Um, kitten filter I'm like and my I was watching it and my sister was like what the hell the other person didn't have the filter it must be in her contract I'm like this looks like an anime cartoon or something what is going on it's a lifetime movie but they applied this filter and it looks so ridiculous but I think you know the the difference now I think season 4 it was still like people doing their own makeup or whatever and people had regular teeth and regular lighting, and I don't think James's teeth are yellow or ever happened, but the lighting or something, they were like um, a 60-year-old man's 
like yellow tea stained teeth and I was like it just struck me because I'm so not used to seeing that because I guess I haven't watched season four in a few years and probably when I watched season four it was very normal yeah yeah it's but true we're used to now we're used to zombie like white teeth I don't know yeah just something I noted the difference in um filming and either people have had upgrades or just lighting and not just lighting but I think um, filming are now doing filters. Yeah. I mean, not now, but they have been because certain people require filters. Uh, Kardashians. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Just interesting little note. Yeah. No, it, it's super interesting to watch. I, I like it. It's cool. Um. Okay, where are we? Well, I mean, Sheena kind of, you know, of course she loves a broken bird, and she explains how he's mixing pills with alcohol. She's like, well, how many? And she's like, well, like five. And she's like, five? Um, anyways, so she's like, oh, my gosh, broken bird. You are, oh, you're terrible. She's like, wait, do you have, do you have self tables? And she's like, no, I closed out my table, but Brooke's going to cover my my patio. Okay, well, I know your marriage is falling apart and your husband's an addict, but pull yourself together. You've still got work to do. And I'm like, what? I know, like, I know. She, she just said she had a girl to cover her like patio. There's only one fucking table in the patio. Okay, let Brooke cover it. Lisa, oh, you pull yourself together. You've still got work to do. No, she doesn't. She's done. Let her cry, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Like, bring her a cup of tea for once, you know? <laughs> that was ridiculous. <laughs> All right. Well, fuck. You know what? We've got... Maybe we should watch two... I Want to Be a Heldens and Cover Two. Because yeah. Because I don't want to keep you any longer. Um, we have... Okay, you guys, you have to watch I Want to Be a Happy Hilton at her finest. You can get it on Amazon. I watched it on Amazon Prime via Tubi. Is that what it's called? Tubi? Tubi? Um, I watched it for free, but it's also on YouTube. Um, it is great. I remember watching it. It's like 2005 shit. It's real reality like yeah. before they figured shit out. So it's super good. Kyle makes an appearance on episode one, and this is Kyle like four noses ago. Very Jack style. Um, we we have notes to talk about episode one, but I think next week we'll talk about, or later this week, we'll do two episodes. Um, there's so much to dissect. We don't want to make this a three-hour podcast. But also we have um, some deep dives coming up that we're looking into. Kind of, you know, the shit we used to do. Let's get back to old school and do it the way we used to, okay? So hang in there with us because we're going to, bring you what we're known for and what we're good at it's coming back we're bringing it to you thank you for being patient during this long ass hiatus um that sounded like hiatus (laughs) but um i we've been reassured like they're gonna do a quick editing and the PR could be back, you know, it says this fall. Yeah. I, fall. I think they're going to push it to be like fall as in really late fall, but we're going to try and make this 
period be as entertaining as possible between recapping and getting us all prepped for the new season but also like come on let's chime in with this kathy hilton theme because everyone's loving her on beverly hills right now she has saved beverly hills just from the little comic relief that she's provided and also like go watch this old shit it's fun classic retro and it's free so you could you could check it out totally so let's recap that um the first two episodes Next week, I'm gonna like I said, I'm gonna come up there and we're gonna do a live. Um, so it's gonna be you know, old school sound quality, microphone to microphone. Um, either you know this week or next week, whatever works with, for your schedule or both. Because now I'm free. You guys, I've had um, house guests. I've had two young children and um, their mother living with me, so it's been a little difficult for sound purposes as you can imagine children could be a little noisy it's you know and then i was in austin for a crime con so i'm I'm gonna put out that podcast for you guys super interesting stuff but we didn't want to put into this for those of you not into like you know crime anyways yeah and if you guys haven't joined our facebook group join our facebook group because i mean that that group does not stop like anything that happens it's just like such a nice resource to be in there and know exactly what's going on on social media and all of the things um so that's super cool and then yeah just a reminder about the giveaway we have right now um our raffle for um getting ronnie to nationals she's trying to go to nationals in connecticut all you have to do you could donate a dollar one dollar can uh, win you um, the Lala skincare. So you can, that word, and that's going to be really fast. We're drawing those names on the 12th, and then we will give away something else. If you're not into the skincare, no big deal. We'll, we'll try something else. Um, but she is trying to, um, you know, pay for those hotel fees and lodging, the lodging and the transportation, all that stuff. So, Thank you guys so much, everyone who's helped her out already. That's been amazing. Um, and yeah, so check that out. You can find that in our Facebook group or on Instagram. Yeah, Vanderpump Rules Party on Instagram, Sarah C.O.C. on Instagram, and Vanderpump Rules Party on Facebook group. Join the Facebook group. Super fun. Thank you guys for hanging in there with us. We'll be back very soon and more frequently. Yes. Okay, bye. bye.